Hey, this is Jerry Galloway. I'm the pastor of LHA Church, and this is our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this encourages your heart, strengthens your faith, and gives you perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. It was good to see some of you uh, last night. We had our LHA skate night, and um, I didn't, I was there, uh, but I didn't skate because I knew that I was going to have to walk this morning. And um, so I, I mean, I'm serious. I probably would not, would not have been able to walk. So, uh, um, or broken arm or, or something like that. Somebody who is accident prone in skating is not, it's just not a good combination. So chose not to, but it looks like uh, some of you guys had some gr- uh, great time last night just skating. But this morning I want to uh, bring a message to you entitled Cup of Water. And in Matthew chapter 10, verse 42, it says this, And if anyone gives even a cup of water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly, I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. How many have heard that scripture before? How many? Yep, most of us in here, we've heard that scripture before. And uh, today, I want to teach, you know, I want to preach today really to We're going to go through a little journey, but to come back to the main point is that little things in God's hands become great things. That that would have been a great place to say amen. How many know that little things in God's hands become great things? Amen. Now, how many are thankful for that? How many are thankful that little things in God's hands become great things? But before we get into this, I want to take a quick look. And a scripture that most of us in here have heard and know, um, just to kind of look at who we are supposed to be and what our Christian faith um, is supposed to look like. And we look in James chapter 2, and verses 18 through 20, and it says this, But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God good, even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Listen, the Bible teaches that Christian faith without deeds is useless. Christian faith without deeds is useless. There's there's no point in it. There's uh, There's no evidence to say that you believe in Jesus. There's no evidence that shows that your life is changed if there's no works or no, there's no deeds. Now, we obviously know that you can't get to heaven by what you do, amen? We know that it's only by faith alone, faith in Jesus Christ, because no matter what we do, no matter how many good things we do, nothing in our power can ever take away our sins. Only the blood of Jesus can take away our sins. But when Jesus takes away our sin and we come in relationship with him, our faith should be lived out, should be acted out, and it happens through works, and it happens through going out and sharing exactly what God has done in our life. A faith that doesn't change us is useless. A faith that doesn't change who we are, that doesn't change our actions, that doesn't change uh, the person where I don't know about you, but I know that my relationship with Jesus has changed me. It's changed who I am. It's changed 100% of of who I am. And, and, you know, probably one of the greatest evidence of that is um, how I drive. 
And when I was younger, I was a little bit of a hothead, had a little bit of temp- temper, um, like to like to fight a little bit and different things like that, a little bit, a little bit aggressive. And and but man, when God changes your life, man, He could change everything about you. And you can ask my son Jake. I'm like the slowest driver ever, right? Yeah, I mean, he'll tell you. I am like the slowest. I'm the guy that nobody wants to be behind, okay? And and probably some of you have been behind me and 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 haven't appreciated it. Uh, but you know, I'm just like easygoing, uh, man. It, everything's good. I'll let five people go at the stop sign before I go. You know, I'm just like, hey, yeah, go, go on, go on. And God changes who you are. He can change your personality. He can change. Um, he can change. You're very beamed at the very core. You can be one person and turn into somebody completely different through the power and the blood of Jesus. And we have to know that our faith should be accompanied by works. It should be 100%. It's a, it's a no-brainer. The bottom line is the word of God teaches us that this is a no-brainer. You should have works. There should be deeds in your Christian walk. How many know that Jesus is worth it? Come on. I said, how many know that he's worth living for? How many know that Jesus is worth telling somebody about? How many know the testimony that we have in our life on who God is and what he's, of what he's done, that that's worth telling somebody that's worth saying, hey, I just got to tell you who God is. I got to tell you what he's done in my life. Now, let's look and let's read Matthew 10, 42 again. It says, and if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Now, listen, one of the biggest issues that I think um, hinders, and I know that there's several, and a lot of people think that they have to be this absolute superstar to, to do works and to do deeds for Jesus. That they just have to be, you know, you see these people on TV, you see people that are going over all through the world, and there's people right now um, that are doing um, week-long outdoor rallies that there's one to two million people attending in that week's time with hundreds of thousands of people giving to their heart, giving their heart to Jesus. That's going on right now. That's happening right now. And so you see that or you'll see so-and-so on TV and just see all the gifts and the talents that they have. Um, or you'll see Pastor Jerry up here and bringing the word of God and just like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so a lot of times we think that what we have to offer isn't good enough. That what we have to offer the kingdom of God is not powerful enough. And so sometimes because we don't have the gifts that other people have, we don't have the gifts uh, that, uh, or the personality or whatever it may be that other people have, we kind of shrink back and don't feel like we can really make a big difference like the other people can, like these people can. And but the one thing that we have to know, and I'm telling you, this is truth, and I want you guys to grab a hold of this today. The truth is, is that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the truth is, is that God even takes the little things and turns them into great things. He takes the very little tiny things that we do for him and in his name and turns them into 
gigantic, incredible things that become that way through the power of God and his power behind it. How many are so thankful for the power of God? How many are so thankful for that? Let's take a look today. I want to show you guys a couple of examples today um, in the word of God where God took little things and incredible things happen, incredible things that we still talk about today, that we still talk about today that have been recorded in history and it was just something so little and so small, but God took it and made it awesome and made it incredible and made it great. In John chapter 6, verse 7 and 9, John chapter 6, verse 7 and 9, verse 7 through 9, sorry. And this is a story that we've all heard, but it says in, um, in, in the, the background is, as we know that uh, thousands of people are following Jesus, they're listening to him teach, they're, they're spending days with him, and it comes to the point to where uh, they're hungry, they need to eat, you guys know the story, um, they didn't have the money to feed thousands of people, the, and, and so here, here's where they are, and then Philip answered him, it said, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother, spoke up, says, here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far can that go among so many? Man, you look and you see the exact same struggle that people had back then that they do today. They think that something so little to offer, well, what difference can that really make? How far can these, this little bit of bread and these couple fish, how far can that go? That can't do anything. It's, kind of, it's pretty much useless. That little gift, that little, that little thing that this boy is giving up his lunch, um, that can't go very far. And you see the same, the same thing. It's like, how, how, it, it's, it's useless. It can't, what good is that? And, but we know this, and we have seen that something little, come on now, in the hand of God becomes something big. Oh, come on now. I want you guys to get this because, you know, today I'm talking about a hope that we all have, a hope that we all have, that each and every one of us, we can live for Jesus Christ. We can work in the kingdom of God, and God will cause the little things that we do, and he will turn them into greatness, and he will turn them into incredible things. I want to be a part of that. That gives me hope that the little things that I do will turn into greatness in the hand of God. So just a small, small lunch fed thousands, 5,000 men, plus that's not even counting the women and children that were there. How many know that Jesus is awesome? How many, how many of you guys ever read the word and have ever had the thought, man, I wish I was there to see that? How many has ever read that before? I mean, how many has ever read it and had that thought that, man, I wish that I was there to see that. And I've said that many times, and then I kind of get a little bit convicted, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, this same Jesus is alive and well today, and I can live and see the greatness of God. I can live and see the greatness of God. Am I going to be just like that boy, and I'm going to be willing to give the little thing in order to accomplish something great? Am I going to be able to give that little thing in, in the name of Jesus in order to accomplish those great things? So I don't have to just read about it. I can live it in my daily life, and in each and every one of you can as well. We look at that, and then we look in 
1 Samuel 17, verse 40, where David kills Goliath. It says, then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in a pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Once again, here we see a young man, young man, just a baby compared to all the fighting men that were on the field that day. The fighting men who had, who had been in battles on both sides, just a small boy compared to, to everyone there. And then um, even to uh, Goliath, this giant that was, that was slandering um, God's name, that was slandering the, the children of Israel. And we see this, and then we see God use just a, just a small young man and they, with just a sling and five stones. What could he do with that? What could he do with that? Seriously, this is a giant, man. This is somebody that has, who knows at this point how many people Goliath has killed. Who knows through his lifetime how many people that he has destroyed. We have no clue. We don't know. But I guarantee you it was a lot. He was somebody that caused men who would fall in war to tremble in their boots. These men that he was challenging were not men that, that had never been in a battle. And among them were great men of great warriors that were, uh, that were part of the children of Israel's army. Great warriors that we read about and we hear about in God's word. And even they were scared. And Jesus took just a boy with a sling and five smooth stones and accomplished something incredible. How many know that Jesus can take something little and turn it into something great? Come on, I want you guys to get this today. I want you guys to get this today. And so we see what happened. You guys know the story. Not only was the giant killed, but that day there was a great victory over the Philistines. That day, um, a spark, a spark happened when David went out in the power of God and with just something little, not much, and God used that to do something incredible, and it sparked something in the children of Israel that day, and they went and they defeated the, the Philistines that day. It sparked something in them. How many know when we do little things and God turns them into great things, then it's going to motivate other people to do little things that God's going to turn into great things? It's the truth. It's the truth. First Kings chapter 17 Verses 12 through 14 says this, talking about Elijah and the widow. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I do not have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid, go home. And do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. So here we see a story. The, um, the, the background is, is there is a great drought. There's not been any rain and this widow and her son they have enough for one last small meal that she was gathering sticks to make this last meal for her for her and her son to eat and then they were going to die 
then they were going to starve to death because at that point, she had nothing left. It was all gone. She just had a very, very small amount. But yet this widow was, re- was, willing, was li- willing to listen to God, was willing to listen to, to, to say, hey, are you willing to give uh, um, a small cake to the prophet? Are you willing to give um, before you eat your last meal? Are you willing to take a little bit of what you have and are you willing to give it to provide food for the prophet. And we see what God did through the widow. And this widow, she, she obeyed and she went and she did this little tiny thing. She did. And then the next thing you know, God blesses it and turns it into something incredible. And I'm sorry, that's one of those that I would love to be there and see that. And me, I would just keep pouring it out and like keep looking and I would just be like, yeah, how's this happening? This is absolutely incredible. I would, I'm just saying, that's just me. That's what I would do. And, and, and so you see this, and not only, not only did the, was the oil and the flour never run out, but it provided for her family, for her whole family, and it provided for the prophet for as long as the drought lasted. It provided for them. It became life to them. It became something great to them. A life-giving supply of food, all because she was willing just to give a little bit. How many know that Jesus can take something little and turn it into something great? Come on. How many know that Jesus can take something little and he can turn it into something great? So give the Lord a hand this morning. Just give him a praise in this place. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy. I want to share just a story that uh, one of our members told me this morning uh, about they did something little and something great happened. And this person, they didn't know what I was preaching on today or anything, but they came and shared me, shared with me this testimony, and I'm thankful that they did. But they told me on uh, Friday that they... Uh, they knew of a person, they know them, and was their job took them to this place where this uh, man all worked at. And through that process, he knew that this man was struggling, had been sick, had, had, um, it had has got cancer, and you could just, says you could see it on him. It's just really taking him down. And God just ordained for him just to do something really little. And the little thing was, is he just went to this, where this guy was, this guy's office, and just knelt down and just asked him, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? How many know that something so little can turn into something great? Come on, when we do it in the name of Jesus, as one of his disciples, when we do it. And that question turned into a few minutes later to this man in his office praying the sinner's prayer with tears going down his face, giving heart, giving his heart for the first time to Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Listen. Something little turned into something great. A life was changed. A life was saved. This man is 58 years old, never served Jesus, but gave his heart to Jesus in tears on Friday, all because somebody just cared. How many know, do you guys get this yet? How many know that Jesus can take something little and turn it into something great? Come on. 
Come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, this is the truth. It's not hard at all. We make it so difficult. We make it so difficult to to do those little things. Whether we're scared, we don't think that we're good enough, we don't think that we have the gifts and the abilities, we make it so hard. But I just want to give you guys just um, just three things today that we've got to remember as we're going out today and we're going out every day and remembering that Jesus takes the little things and makes them into great things. Number one, listen, you've got to get to the point to where your faith is accompanied by works, by things. And a lot of times when we think works and deeds um, in our mind, only great, incredible stories that we've heard um, comes to our mind. But listen, we go back to the scripture, and Jesus said, hey, just a cup of water, you're not going to lose your reward. A cup of water can make a difference in somebody's life. Caring about them just because they're thirsty, it can make a difference in somebody's life. So we've got to get beyond all of that, and we've got to begin to let God use us. Let God um, do great things to us through the little things that we do. And the first thing is this. It takes a faith in who God is. It's just, you just got to know, you got to know that you got to know. You just got to know who God is. And you've got to know beyond a shadow of doubt that when you're doing something in the name of Jesus, that you have got the most powerful, incredible, words can't even describe, backup. Your backup, your backup is powerful. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 3 through 5, it says this. This is Paul speaking. And he says, I came to you in weakness and with great fear and trembling. How many has ever been at that point when you knew that you were supposed to share the word of God with somebody and all of a sudden you, came, you just became weak and you were scared and, and trembling? Um, and, and so he says, I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling since my message and preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power so that you so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on God's power man when you think about the apostle Paul and you know the writer of most of the books of the new testament This man who did incredible things, this man who literally God used to spread the gospel through the entire world at that time. And you look at him and you you hear him say, it wasn't me. It was never me. It wasn't because I was so smart and I had the most intelligent words and I knew exactly what to say to each and every person He didn't go and say, oh, no, it was all me. It was all me. There was nothing persuasive. There was nothing about his words. But he says, the thing that I know, that I know, that I know, it is through the Spirit's power. It is through his power that is upon me. That's why you came to know him. Not because of my persuasive words or the acts and the deeds that I've done. It's because the power of God was behind them. That's the truth. And so we see that Paul knew, he knew, and had a faith in who God is. And he trusted that when he went out and did deeds and works for the kingdom of God, he knew that they would turn into greatness in his hands. 
you got to know who he is and be confident in who he is. Second thing is it takes a servant's heart. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Excuse me. says this. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. How many has heard that scripture before? Many of you guys have. It takes a servant heart. We see, listen, we see a small boy giving his lunch. We see David willing to give his life. We see the widow willing to give out what, out of, little, of what little she had. And we see Jesus giving himself away. Thank you, sir. We see Jesus giving himself away for us that we might have a way, that we might live. We see a servant's heart in every one of these stories. In every one of these, we see a servant's heart. We have to have the faith in who God is. And then we also have to have a heart of a servant. The heart of the servant says and knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's heart is that all would be saved. God's heart is that everyone would be saved. And if we're going to be a servant that serves the almighty God, then that's what we've got to be about. Then that's what we've got to be about. God chose us as his vessels God chose us to work his Holy Spirit through us to reach, to reach, to reach, to do the little things. That way he can turn them into incredible, into giant things. It takes a servant's heart. We've got to be willing to say, you know what? I do care. I do care about the kingdom of God. I do care about the lost. And you've got to be willing and give yourself, just like all of the people that we gave an example of today, you've got to be willing to count that cost. And the last thing today is this, is what we have, what we have, what we have to offer in God's hand is good enough. I have heard I'm shy I don't like people. <laughs> Just telling you, I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard thing after thing after thing. How many know that if each and every one of us right now could probably come up with just a top top ten list right now in our mind, I will, uh, as why we shouldn't be the we shouldn't be the one to go tell people about Jesus. Come on, every single one of us. We've all got reasons why I'm this, I'm that. Um, you name it, it's all there. But the truth is, is we've got to know that what we have in the hand of God is enough. I've read stories of Christians that simply would go to school early every day and would stand at the front door and just open the door for people as they came in every day. But he did it. He did it to show the love of Jesus. And through that was able to lead many, many of his classmates to Jesus just for holding up and open a door because people automatically just began to draw, was drawn to him, were drawn because why? 
he was doing it, he was doing it with the Holy Spirit backing, holding the door open. How many know, how many know that God takes the little things and turns them into great things? Come on, listen, what is your cup of water that you have to offer? What is your cup of water that you have to offer? Is it a kind word to somebody who is hurting? You know, sometimes we don't even, we don't even realize what it means to somebody just for somebody to say. They, they might not be able to fix the situation just for somebody to offer a kind word to somebody who is hurting. You have no idea the difference that it can make. And, and I was just, I can't remember who I was sharing with this just a couple of days ago, but I was, uh, me and my son Jake, we were at uh, Walmart, and I was, my stories all, always are at Walmart. Have you, guys, have you guys noticed that? I need to buy some stock into Walmart. I'm just telling you that right now. And I was, we were at Walmart, and my son was in the changing room, and, um, and so I'm standing outside waiting for him, and he's trying on a couple shirts and stuff, and, and then there's a lady that I can hear their conversation, and she's talking to a couple people, and she's upset, she's crying, and had been um, treated very poorly at her job that day, and devastated her, and just made her feel like nothing, uh, didn't know what to do, uh, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm listening, and listening. Now, I could have, at that point, I was there with my son, and I was, I had something to do, you know, we had, we had to get a couple shirts, I could have just went on my way. And, but I was like, you know what? Nah. I think I'm going to say something. So I, I left the cart and I just walked over and I said, hey, um, first of all, sorry for listening to the conversation. Uh, but um, I heard what you were saying. And I just want you to know that some of the lowest and hardest times in my life that I've ever had, that God is the one that got me through. And my relationship with him is the one that got me through. And I want you to know that. And, and just simply told her that. And then the other, then the other two ladies, amen, that's the truth. That's the truth. They were like, yep, that's the, that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. And offered prayer for her and then told her um, then told her that that night he goes I want you to know that when I get home tonight to me my son and my daughter um, we're going to pray for you tonight and we're going to call you out by name and we're going to pray for you listen I don't know where this lady is don't know anything about her at this point but the one thing I know the little things that we do for Jesus, he can turn into great things. Because that little thing could eventually end up an entire family being saved. We have no clue. We have no clue. Listen. Even a cup of water given to someone in, in the love of God can be turned into a full-out revival and move of God. Did you hear what I said? Remember when I talked about David and what he did, how it just put a spark? Listen, one small deed 
can turn into an incredible move of God. And that's how powerful and that's how awesome our God is. Sister Paula, if you come up. So today I want you to think. I want the Holy Spirit just to settle in you. And I want this question to be in your heart. What, what is my cup of water? What is the thing that I can do? Because if Jesus can take something as simple as a cup of water, something as simple as somebody holding a door open for people when they come to school, something as simple of just kneeling down beside somebody saying, hey, I want, uh, how are you doing today? If Jesus can take that and do something great, he can do something great through you. What is that cup of water? What is that thing that God's calling you to? Some of you right now, you probably know people that you work with, that you were around right now, that they need encouragement. They need somebody that just shows that they care. Somebody just to reach out to them. Figure out what it is and know that every single time when you do something, even something little, something small, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, that he takes that thing and turns it into something, something great, something incredible. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. If you bow your heads and close your eyes. First thing I want to ask is this, is I don't know who's all here today, but the one thing I know, the one thing I know that the greatest thing in my life that has ever happened to me, the greatest thing in my life that I have at this moment in this time is that Jesus Christ has forgiven me of my sins and I am one of his children. That is the greatest thing that I have in my life. And today, you might be here, and the Bible says that every single one of us, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the Word of God tells us that God demonstrated his own love towards us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And if you're in this place and you don't have that relationship with Jesus, like I said earlier, we can do all the good we can do, and it'll still never be enough to wipe away our sin. Only the blood of Jesus can do that, faith in him. And if you're in that place today, and you need that relationship with Jesus, you need forgiveness, I'm just going to ask in this place, if you just raise your hand and say, that's me. I need Jesus Christ in my life need forgiveness today. Anybody in this place? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If everybody would stand this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, just want to end just real simple way. I want to pray over you this morning. But this is what I'm going to ask. 
if you're willing, if you're willing in this place to say, hey, I will, I will even do the little things. I will do the little things. I will be that word of encouragement. I'll be that voice to the hurting. I'll be the one that opens the door. I'll be the one to give a cup of water. And if you're willing and you're saying that that's my heart, that's really what I want to do, that's who I want to be. If that's you through this place, if that's you, I just want you to lift your hands to Jesus right now and say, that's me. I want to be that person. That's my heart. That's my desire. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. Just lift your hands to Jesus throughout this place. Now, God, you see these hands, Lord God. And God, the thing that I know, Lord God, I know what you can do through just one person, through just one person who says, here I am, Lord, use me. I surrender to you, Lord Jesus. But God, you see all of these hands, all of these hearts that are saying, God, I am willing today, I am willing today, Lord God, to give you my life, to be used, Lord God, to give a cup of water, to be used to open a door. God, I'm willing to give my life today. So God, I pray, Father, right now, Lord Jesus, God, I pray, Father, right now, that your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that as they go throughout their day, that your Holy Spirit will lead and guide them, Lord God, that, Lord God, will direct them. God, I know that you direct us to people. You direct us, Lord God, that, Father, that they just can't walk away when they hear somebody who is in distress, that they just can't go on about their business, Lord God, when somebody's hurting, but, God, that they will choose, Lord God, to give that cup of water in your name. They will choose to do it, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Father, right now, Lord Jesus, right now, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, Lord God, will be upon us, Lord. Use us. Use us, Lord God, for your kingdom. Use each and every one of us for your kingdom, Lord God, I pray, Father. Lord God, I pray, Father, that a spark, God, a spark, Lord God, will be ignited, Lord God, in this place. A spark, Lord God, that will spread and will turn into a fire, Lord God. And that, God, your people will once again begin going out and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will once again be about the Father's business, Lord. God, turn that spark into a flame today, Jesus. God, I pray, Father, that we take this to heart that we take this to heart today. And God, I pray it's on our heart and our mind everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, Lord. God, use us. Use us today. God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Now, God, be with your people. Be with your people, Lord God, as they go out into the world, Lord Jesus, to give a cup of water to the lost. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys today. We love you.